was quite the episode lots of action action packed episode um wow i'm, I'm still trying to gather, gather my thoughts out for those of you who follow us on tiktok i'm sure we'll we're going to release a tiktok of just you know me just positioning my hands on different places in my face like stressed out and, uh but wow so jesper let's start with you finally getting into to the thick of things and and it looks like claudia veronica is kind of losing some of her shyness and starting to get involved the thick of it well yeah that shit that i found out last episode obviously we're dealing with something beyond comprehension so the only way to try to understand it is to dive in that's the motto of delta green or you know usually sanity sanity based games the only way to understand it is to be a little insane. Be fully insane, and then you'll completely understand what's going on. That's what I'm trying to do. I was just rolling with whatever came at me, and I never expected it to lead me back to Ness and potentially Marcus, but it did. So in this last episode, we had a little introduction to potentially going to Hotel Bredalbin. Tell us a little bit about that. What, what, what were you planning on doing when you got to the Hotel Berdalbin? Well, I wanted to make sure it existed, first of all. But I, I know that I'm, I was, like, in a different time. Which makes me wonder if, if Ness is in a different time also. But if I could get there, maybe I could figure out where it would be at present day. Well, 1995. And then we could actually go there because Veronica, Claudia doesn't know that you guys are in your own little limbos. So the whole plan of it was because nobody knows about it. Like she's asked these people, what, what is this place? And if nobody can tell her about it, it seemingly doesn't exist. But yet here she has somebody willing to take her. Maybe she could actually figure out, maybe it was bought put under a different name, like the Hotel Cecil has been in California. And, you know, maybe whatever was there is still there. It's just been disguised. Yeah. Absolutely. And then uh, a little a little path crossing. Uh, your character doesn't realize it yet, but finding something that Marcus is looking for. Yeah. And, like, it totally didn't dawn on me until I was like, oh bottle that bottle i always thought it was going to be like a hypothetical bottle <laughs> i don't know how that would work anyway but well and it, it's kind of funny because a, a lot of we make it sound really fluent when we when we put the episode out it's all it's all one cohesive story but we have a lot of conversation in between that story right and and so there was like a natural pause in the game there where 
Kevin was looking something up and and I'm like, Jess. And you're like, what? I'm like, that's the bottle I'm fucking looking for. I'm trying to get to that bottle. Oh, yeah. The bottle. The bottle. Well, and how creepy was that thing that was written on the back? Yeah, that was pretty creepy, too. And you, Kevin, you said it really creepily. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you did. You creeper. Just a, just a whisper. You're not supposed to talk to me in the bedroom voice. Hey, what you up to? It is a fearful thing to fall into the hands of a living God. Did I get that right? Uh, living Todd. Um, Todd is a guy. That... <laughs> I was trying to write fast. So not only did we have you jumping in to some crazy shit, but you have just been in peril for like the last four episodes. Yep, sure have been. And I, I, I would imagine Ness at this point is on edge consistently. Like, I, I don't know if there's going to be a point where Ness can come back from the edge. Yes, and I agree. I am very much on edge. I've had a lot of fucked up things happen to me, but I think hearing and then seeing Claudia would have brought a sense of relief. Like, oh my God, I'm not alone. Regardless if I'm in some other kind of dimension, timeline, whatever, I'm not alone. And I, I think she would have been feeling pretty isolated the last couple of episodes. But I think Claudia's presence with her would have, even though it was in the middle of a combat, would have brought her some relief. She has that effect on people. I'm very, very, I was very happy to see you, girl. Like, <laughs> holy shit. I'm like, oh my God, I'm not alone. Thank God I have someone else. Um, and that was a really great way for Kevin to bring us back together yeah, too. Yeah, I that was a huge wash of, oh, thank God I don't have to sit here and try and figure this maze out by myself. I now have someone that can help me through this because I feel like Ness is getting to her breaking point. Like she is panicking, she's scared, she's confused, and having Claudia there, I think, will give her a a good sense of relief so yeah and, and you Jesus. um you uh what am i trying to say and uh you uh you guys coming together um is really great just because you know being in isolation from away from each other for how many ever episodes three or four episodes now is um it it's it's almost like, uh, like, oh, thank God! Like, it's a, yeah, like you said, it's a, it's a sigh of relief, um, and it makes it easier to with the timelines too. If you guys are together at the same time, um, you know, I, I, I know for a fact that I'm sure that there's a listener out there that was like, holy crap, who's and what's and where and why and how and stuff like that. So, um, you know, it's it's good to 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 branch out and and split up a little bit and then have different timelines happening at the same time. Um, but then you have to call in the listener to be like, okay, try to follow along, please. Cause it's, it's really fun, but you know, eventually they'll meet back up. But, um, you know, if you do that for too long, you're like when and how and why, and yeah, it gets a little like convoluted and frustrating. Yeah. So, and, and I, th I think at this point, so obviously, and maybe not obvious to the listener because what we discuss like during table talk, when, when Kevin's looking up something or, or we're, we're making adjustments in the game we all have a very strong feeling at this point that the person that 
was shot was Marcus. But your two characters have no idea, nor do they think that that's Marcus. That was somebody that was just pointing a fucking gun at them. And you guys survived it. At, yeah, at this point, so when Ness killed Thomas, she was not trying to shoot to kill. She was trying to wound to slow him down. She had a lot of regret and remorse for that, that she kind of swallowed. Some of that came out in the bar scene. Um of that episode or the episode after I can't remember but this time there's no regret and remorse like he raised his weapon at her she did what she had to do to not only protect herself but Claudia because Claudia was there and so there's no kind of emotional like hesitation at all like it was kill or be killed at that point, and I'm really glad that her and Claudia got out of that up to this point without injury. I'm also really glad that Kevin rolls critical fumbles. They rolled two 77s. Praise Jesus, because, yeah, the first two sets of dice that I tried were not cooperating, so, yeah, thank God. And I have a high firearm, and the fact that I couldn't hit that was very, very frustrating. <sighs> But, yeah, I'm... Do you want to know how much damage you would have taken if a shotgun hit you? Yeah, a lot, I'm sure. 2d10. I'm, yeah. Which, One like, shot how, how, many hit, how many hit points you. do you have on your character? Uh, points, 13. 13? Okay, let's do a little little test. All right, three. Oh, two. It was on an eight, and then it rolled to two, so... You but died. that could have... Oh, yeah, that would have fucked you up. Yeah. You lost an arm or something. Yeah. You know? How crazy would that have been? Um, just the arm flies off. Shot, yeah, I was, that whole time, I was like, please don't hit me. Please don't hit me. Because I know a shotgun is going to Yeah, you can roll two tens like you. Yeah, yeah could I, that could have ended Vanessa's life um, or left me completely debilitated. So I was very thankful that you rolled crappy, Kevin. Thank you. No problem. Anytime. <laughs> but, um, yeah. I, I'm very thankful this time that I rolled that max damage because I was stressed. So, so in this episode, uh, we had no Marcus whatsoever. And I can tell you, I, I got the opportunity here, which I thought was really cool, was just to be a listener and, and be a live listener. And it was super fun to watch all of you role play and, and watch the situation play out. But y'all stress me the fuck out. <laughs> now you know how we feel when you're summoning demons and doing bullshit you shouldn't be doing. Now you know how we feel. My biggest fear was that he was going to get a shot off or it was going to get a shot off on you. It was going to critically wound you and you were going to retaliate, shoot, miss, and pop Claudia in the face. That's why I told Claudia to get the fuck down because I wasn't taking my chances. I, <laughs> you fumble and that shot goes right into her forehead. Yep. And Which is exactly why the first words out of my mouth when that combat combat started was Claudia get down because I'm not dealing with a ricochet. I'm not dealing with critically fumbling and missing and shooting her standing behind him. I wasn't dealing with that shit. And now we have a shotgun. And now we have a shotgun. I had two once. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's uh Ke Kevin, do you have a fact of the day for us today? Uh fact of the day. Um Oh, I did. I had one. Uh, let's see. Um, I swear I had one. We were we were just talking, and I was like, ooh, that'll be my fact of the day. One second. Okay, I'll go to predictions, and we'll come back. 
let's go. Let, let's go with Jess Chi for predictions versus this time. I don't have one, and and genuinely, it's not because I I'm not imaginative. It's because whatever face is presented to us when I pull that mask off is going to be the determining factor of how this game is moving forward. If it's yours, Marcus, and you actually died and it's not just like a a ghost figure of you or I, I don't even know how to put that, but if that was actually you from when you blacked out, if you were put into that dimension and I just killed you, that's going to completely change the game. If it's any of our other characters, uh, NPCs that we've been trying to find, if it's Abigail, hell, even if it's Claudia, like that's those those big things are going to be game changers. So I honestly don't have a prediction moving from here. It's that the face is going to determine what happens next. Jess P. I still don't think it's you. Because, I mean... Obviously, I've lived with my husband for 10 years now, and I know his tells. I know when he's lying, and I know when he's purposely trying to evade. I think he's purposely amping up the suspense for you. I think it's going to be like someone we haven't met yet, or someone out of one of those pictures that we've seen, or that I've seen. Um, And I think that we're, you, that Ness and I are going to be stuck in this place forever, and Somehow, we got to pull you in. Somehow. I'm not sure how that's going to happen. I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> Bad sucker. Or team. <laughs> because I found your bottle. You found my bottle. And then my bottle. My truth. Found a picture of the bottle. Found, well, we know where it's at. Um, so my prediction. I, I'm going to side with you. I don't think that it's, I don't think that it's Marcus. But I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go way out in left field here with my prediction. All right, you ready for this? I think the person behind the mask is Ness. I think the person behind the mask, is, and I've been predicting that you're gonna go insane for a couple episodes now. Uh, I think that the person behind the mask is you. You realize that you shot yourself from this timeline, a different timeline, and uh, again, that that's gonna push you closer to insanity. Um, that's going to be my prediction. Um, I think that I'm going to wake up and nothing happened. I think maybe it was just some residue or something left in the mask from a previous time. And uh, I think I'm, I'm going to be behind you shortly, joining you in insanity. And Claudia is going to be left to clean up the mess. Ooh, what if, what if everything that's been happening so far is what you're seeing in your blackout? Could very well be. Could very well be. I, I, I definitely think Ness. I, I For a long time, I thought it was going to be Marcus was going to be the first one to go insane. But with the shit that Ness has gotten into, when, for as much shit as my wife gives me for jumping into dumb situations, and she's not doing it intentionally, she's being thrust into them. Uh, but I think she's definitely going insane first. All right, Kevin, now we're ready for the fact of the day. All right, welcome to uh, Delta Green Historical Corner. Um, I'm over here in my corner, and uh, I'm going to tell you about some little little Delta Green history. Um, so um, there was an opposing um, shadow corporation called Majestic. 
many, many years ago, and Delta Green and Majestic were at war. Majestic was at, um, they had an accord with the Greys, aliens, straight up aliens, um, and Delta Green wanted nothing to do with that. So they, they were at war all the time, and they were just two opposing factions, Majestic versus Delta Green. And um, yeah, that's my fact of the day. That's really cool. I didn't know that. <laughs> there's also um fun little fact. There's also uh, versions of Delta Green um, in other countries. Oh, yeah. So there's like a a, a British one. There's a, a I think there's a Canadian one too. I, I don't know. Delta Green, eh? Uh, <laughs> I'd have to look up the names. I can't remember the names. Um, but yeah, there's there's some types of Delta Green. That'd be kind of a fun thing to be like, oh, hey, we're British or something. And you know, Hey, yo, hoser, go get that flying spaghetti monster. <laughs> oh, did you see it? It went right up over the hill there. <laughs> I can assure you I have no idea what you're talking about. Hit it with that maple syrup cannon. <laughs> oh, sorry about that. <laughs> we love you, our friends to the north. All right. Uh, so now to introduce our newest segment on the Doom Vision debrief, uh, we're going to throw you over uh, to everybody's favorite character, Mac, for a little relationship advice. Mac, are you there with us? Hey, uh, Mac, I'm calling in from Mac's bar. Hey, Mac, how's it going? All right, yeah, hey, send in your relationship advice and I might answer it on the show. Anybody got any relationship advice they need to ask me about? You mean questions, Mac? Yep, questions, that's what I meant. I'll give you advice and you ask me questions. <laughs> oh, sorry, Mac. I, I uh, hit a little of the wacky tobacco. Yeah, I, I'm 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 live here at Max Bar. Thanks for calling me. Hey, did uh, Jerry ever show back up? Jerry? Uh, no, I think he's still in jail. Uh, okay. All right. So yeah, if you want Mac to answer your relationship questions, uh, set, write us at the show. Uh, Jess, can you tell people how to get a hold of us? All right. Ask Mac those burning questions. Doom Vision Podcast at gmail.com. We're on Twitter at Doom Vision Pod, Instagram at Doom Vision Podcast, TikTok at Doom Vision Podcast, Patreon. We're going to get us this rolling up on YouTube. Ask us about how you can join Discord. And I think that's it. Facebook. Oh, yeah. Meta Facebook. Doom Vision Podcast. Can't forget that one. Also, join our Discord. You can uh, go check out the handouts that the players receive every time we have an episode. So you can go see those uh, that what, what they're seeing. All right. Uh, any parting thoughts before we uh, go off the air and I I go cry about Marcus's death? It's not Marcus. It's Candace. <gasps> what a surprise! Oh. This is like a scream type of <laughs> fucking. You know, the mask is one of those like. Uh, ghost masks from Scream or Steve or Louise any of my other NPC yeah it's Steve it's always been Steve it's been Steve <laughs> Steve is why this is all happening he did call you he did call me that bastard Candace is just Steve in a, in a mask this is getting real Scooby-Doo-ish <laughs> if you hadn't been for you meddling kids and that damn dog Zach's like hey I ain't a dog all right, guys. Thank you so much for your continued support. Uh, as you guys all know, this is a Patreon and uh, Spotify subscriber exclusive. Uh, we couldn't do
do this without you listening. Uh, we, we probably still would do it, but it would be less fun without all you amazing listeners out there. It'd be um, more of a bummer, really. <laughs> We're just my mom listening. <laughs> At least your mom listens. <laughs> oh, that poor guy. All right, guys. Thank you so much for, uh, for being with us and, and support and the love. Uh, and we will see you in the next episode to find out who's under the mask. Bye. 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 <laughs>